again, to be honest, I'm not expecting a total shutdown. You know, I think the uh, CWU is, uh, you know, just manifesting some of their frustrations which have been building up over years and years and years, you know, and uh, have just become impatient. And uh, we are, you know, on the brink of raising the capital necessary to settle uh, the very points that they are uh, proposing to have industrial action around. And we're meeting them later this morning, and hopefully we can make some progress on that front. Um, you know, I think uh, we are fully aware of the broken promises of the past uh, in regards to labor. We're fully aware of the issues around casual uh, casual labor and equal pay for equal value work. And we uh, we are in the process of raising capital to, se- to, to settle that. Um, I think uh, that's taken a little longer than we all would have liked. Uh, but it's uh, it's close now, and I hope we can, we can find some settlement. And I don't anticipate a long protracted strike at all. And how do you plan on raising the capital to actually cater for all of these? Well, it was in the uh, it was in the presentation that we took to Parliament uh, earlier this year, uh, which, in, which you know, included contingency for this capital. And uh, Treasury have been supportive in giving us uh, two point seven billion of guarantees. And against that, we out amongst the banks raising the capital. And so, and we also had a capital injection from Treasury. So we're about sixty five seventy percent of the way in our capital raising exercise. And, you know, I'm anticipating that that should be complete within, say, six weeks. And, you know, hopefully then we can finally deal with the past and move on to what I think is still a very exciting future for the post office. And um, many people would question that, though, uh, Mr. Barnes, because if we look at what has been happening, uh, industrial action aside, uh, there was talks about car rental company Avis asking for their 400, uh, 4,000 vehicles to be returned because they hadn't yeah. received payment. And apparently you owe them something to the tune of 50 million rand. Well, you know, I mean, this is all one and the same story uh, in, in different forms. I mean, we owe a lot of creditors a lot of money, and actually we made our first payments to creditors in ages on Friday, last Friday. Uh, part of the $650 million that we got from Treasury was expressly and only available to do that. And so you would understand that the post office comes to a virtual standstill if uh, something like our trucks are not able to mm. deliver post from one point to another. And so all of our creditors have been you know, patient uh, in anticipation that this is a government-owned Entity and it will meet its dues, and I think they're right to expect that. We made our first payments on uh, on Friday, small payments to them, and I think you know, for, in the main, they're back on sides, and we are, you know, we're close to being functional. We're very close to being functional. The post office is not dysfunctional; it ran out of money, uh, but all of our infrastructure is intact. All of our people are there, and we can't wait to get back uh, to the revenue growth story that we've got on the table. So uh, you know, it's not all the gloom and doom that people. Uh, would set it out to me. If you look uh, at the model of post offices around the world, you'll see that they've, they've taken their place as a central infrastructure play in the world of e-commerce, financial services, and mail. And so, you know, there's a, there's a future for our post office, believe me. Some of our listeners tell us that uh, some branches across the country have been closed, uh, and yeah. uh, as I understand, you cannot afford rentals for some of your facilities. So what's going on there? No, same story. You know, we ran out of money. There was a strike in 2014, which which culminated a long period of mismanagement in the post office and lost of, lots and lots of wasted capital. Uh, and these are publicly known facts now. And so we ran out of money. We couldn't pay the rent, and the landlords, within their rights, closed the closed the shops. Uh, we hope that those will all be open soon. So, so what's the net we, effect of this? How many branches have have had to close uh, because of this? We've got we've got 25 branches which are are closed or or not functioning fully. 
um, and we have got summonses in respect of a number of them, and all of that is uh, on the table. We're at it, we're working at it, and uh, we've got quite a lot of support to bring it back. Yeah. Bearing in mind, we've got something like 2,500 branches and another over 1,000 points of representation. So uh, this, of course... Uh, you know, this is very highly visible, and it's very irritating to people who require our service. But it's also very fixable, you know, very, very fixable, just with money. With money, and, um, you know, speaking of money, uh, that uh, guarantee that you got uh, from government, uh, how does that actually improve your uh, net profitability at this point? Because at some point we were told the post office is technically insolvent. Is that still the case? Everything technically insolvent. Uh, the post office has within it uh, the post bank, which is uh, entirely insulated from any of this, and that has a net asset value in excess of $2 billion, and so that would have kept us as an entity. It's a division of, of the post office, so as an entity, we've always been solvent. Um, the $2.7 billion really just in, is almost entirely uh, to fund uh, these these overdue payments from the past and settle all of our de- all of our debts from the past so that we can then move on as a functional organization and to cover some of the expected losses going forward. We're not out of the woods yet. Mm. Now, I expect we'll make a loss in the last financial year, which ended March, again in excess of, uh, of a billion. But we do expect uh, first cash flow profitability to start coming through in the next financial year, in the 2017-18 financial year. And, uh, and there's, a, there's a lot of growth. If you look at the packaging businesses around the world, if you look at uh, the sorts of approaches we've had uh, in terms of a parcel business and in terms of financial services, and just, you know, ordinary mail getting back to where it was at pre-strike levels, which was down 30% from where it was just in those days, uh, you can see a profitable case made for the post office. And you can also see an attitude of our people who want to get back to work. You know? That's really what's at the essence of this. If we, if we pay for the past, we've got an enthusiastic workforce. Mm. They want to get back to the opportunity of earning themselves a living. But they also, um, you know, want their salaries to keep track with the cost of, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the rising cost of living because they are well, saying that their you know, salaries have remained the same. So do you have some yeah, money in have. that kitty to actually yeah, give them the some increases? Yeah, we have, that, we have money in the kitty to address not only uh, future increases, uh, but the past. So, we, we are looking at a structure where we will, we will look at some sort of increase in the coming year. And then from then on, it's really going to be contingent on us stepping up to the plate, us as all of the workers, myself included, stepping up to the plate, returning the post office to its rightful and profitable position, and then in some way sharing in that. You know. But we can't continue to pay money if we're not performing. It's, it's really obvious. You know. And the, the, the growth strategy that we brought now to the post office is very, very different from the demise which they were facing as a cost-cutting alternative. You know, the alternative here was to cut, you know, 5,000-plus jobs and shrink the post office to within its bare essentials. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to do quite the opposite. We're trying to grow. But that requires us to incrementally improve everything. And I think people that work at the post office are grasping that and wanting it. So it's not about, you know, it's not about the old post office. It's not about... Uh, cutting costs, it's about, but you have to do one or the other. We are in a growth of revenue strategy. If that doesn't work, clearly there'll be a cost-cutting strategy which would have to follow. So, but we don't see that. We see a world where we grow ourselves out of this problem, not shrink ourselves into it deeper.